Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And I know just the person who's going to help you keep it running. That's uh, ASC Certified Technician Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul. Morning, Dan. Good morning. Nice to see you. Good to be here. What a beautiful was, morning. It after. is really. What a difference, huh? <laughs> the, uh, the breeze is blowing and it's comfortable. And compared to last night, this is really something. 73. What was the dew point yesterday? 80s or around 80? I mean, I've. It's huge. That's it was so humid. I don't think. I thought I heard that. That we've never seen that before. I think it may have happened. Uh, Sandy and I were talking about that. I think maybe back in 2012. Huh? I can't. Re- I don't have that right. in front of me. But right. uh, still, it was really it was brutal. Yeah, it was very brutal. brutal. Yeah. Now you guys were open uh, uh, and are open today. But the, the, how has it been at the shop? But uh, with all this <laughs> well, we uh, we don't use it very often. But the shop is air conditioned uh, and. It does not work. I mean, it's it's inefficient to use it uh, unless you get it going and keep it going. You know, it needs. Unless to, your doors are opening, right? But time. it needs the overnight to catch up. I see. Well, I think what really happens, Denny, is that you know, you if you keep it going for a day or two, then the toolboxes and all the tools and all everything that's in there gets cooled off, and then it then it starts to get efficient, more and, comfortable, and do a good job. But <laughs> no, it's fine. You know, you take the humidity out of the temperature inside the building and it was and it was great but boy you should have seen the uh water running out of the uh, downspout from our rooftop air conditioning unit it was it was like there was a rainstorm i there. bet because of all that uh, all <laughs> the moisture yeah, pulling out. all the humidity yeah. out but uh, no it was a uh, very very i won't say comfortable but it was very acceptable uh, inside the building what about vehicles coming in for service for ac service well nonstop of course i bet it's yeah it's uh, you, you can hardly drive it's you can hardly drive without air conditioning yeah. when the weather's like this it's a challenge if you have any kind by the way thanks to steve thompson for filling in the last couple of saturdays for me yeah it was good to see him yeah he he enjoys doing the show and uh, enjoy listening too uh 65 call in your car care question or send dan a text uh, 651-989-9226. Same number for your text messages as well, if that's easier. 651-989-9226. We've cleared the lines, so if you want to call Dan, uh, by all means. I was reading an article yesterday uh, about nitrogen in tires. And the question was kind of like a Mr. Fix-It. Uh, do I need to put nitrogen in tires? Is that better for mileage? I'm paraphrasing now because right. I, I don't have that in front of me. And the, quote, expert opinion was with the testing that's been done, it's not really that much more as far as efficiency for, for miles per gallon. As long as you keep your tires inflated where they should check them. I think they said check them once a month to see everything is okay. What do you think about nitrogen and tires? Well, like I've said before, I you know, uh, in theory – there's parts of it that make sense. The okay. fact that it doesn't attract, that is drier. It does not hold moisture. Well, that's the way right. Oxygen does, and the fact that the temperature uh, doesn't change, or the temperature change doesn't affect the molecules as much. So the air pressure does not rise in your tires when the tires get hot, and the pressure does not lower when the when the uh, tires get cold. 
uh, so there, you eliminate that change. So in theory, it makes sense. Uh, say, my opinion would be the same, though, from a practical standpoint. I've never seen that it makes a tre- tremendous amount of difference. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's interesting that it doesn't increase the, uh, the, the uh, PSI. Uh, as the things warm up, I didn't know that. Well, the oxygen is very is is affected a lot by temperature. Evidently, yeah, and uh, and nitrogen is not. So okay. that's the difference. All right, all right. Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six for your texts or your phone calls. Okay, well, let's do that. Let's go to the phones. I think Vicky is first up here. Vicky, you're on with Dan. Good morning. Yes, good morning, Dan. Uh, we have a problem with our air conditioner. This heat yesterday, it. Uh, would not work. Last year we had Freon put into it, coolant, and it was working fine, but when we turn it on, it blows, but not like it used to when you turn it all the way up. Mm-hmm. And we had nothing but hot air coming in. And yeah. it worked earlier this week, but not now. Yeah. Well, you know, there's a number of things that can cause the uh, uh, air conditioning to not work efficiently, especially when the conditions are like they were yesterday. And uh, if the air conditioning system's on the edge and and uh, we get heat like we did yesterday, there are safety switches that will actually shut it off. If the, if the pressures get too low, you know, because of that extreme temperature, uh, it'll shut the, the, the system down. So I, I wonder what happens this morning if it's, if it goes back to working a little bit, but but the most common thing that we see wrong with an air conditioning system is that uh, the refrigerant has leaked out, the Freon, as you, as you called it. Um, and uh, if it's gotten down low, then the pressures aren't right. Like I said, the system shuts down, and that's why it's not working. So I think you're probably going to find that, that it, you bring it in. You had it, you had it charged last year. And that's not uncommon that people would have to have it charged every year or two. As you can imagine, if it takes a whole year or two for that refrigerant to leak out, it's pretty difficult to find that because it's so slow. Uh, so uh, that's that's. But but I think if you take it in, they'll uh, recharge it for you, and you'll probably be back in business. Okay, very good. Thanks, Vicky. Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. Notice how it's getting dark outside, Dan, did, in the window. Did, and yeah. uh, a few minutes ago, weather watcher uh, Dan in Lakeville said, uh, "Getting dark there. Continuous rumbling thunder." That's in uh, in Lakeville. Uh, Mark is calling from St. Louis Park uh, on CCO. Mark, you're on with Dan. Hi, Dan. Um, I've got a G70 Genesis. It's the new model, mm-hmm. and it seems to go down the road, and it hydroplanes, it's, it appears to be. It's very weird. Uh, on water, in the rain, you mean? No, just on dry pavement. Oh, and so on dry pavement, it seems to float. Yeah, thinking. right, yeah. exactly. Good huh. term. Well, um, and it's brand new? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you're going to have to take it back <laughs> and yeah. and have them check that. Uh, uh, first thing I would do is I wonder, you know, what the condition of the tires are. Uh, are some, you know, I've seen... People have, with this sort of complaint, and I would not think of this on a brand new car, but but uh, things happen. For example, if if um, somebody puts directional tires on, and the tires are pointing in the wrong direction, when you're going down the road, you'll get that floaty feeling. It's just it's just not right, and uh, you know you just that. And I and I think that's what you're describing is you know it's 
probably a nice fine ride, but it's just not right. Something's wrong. And uh, so I think uh, I think probably pretty quickly you should get that back and and uh, give them that description and uh, and see what they say about it. One thing that the manufacturer does is uh, with all cars is they keep track of common complaints and they put out service bulletins. And so that's the first place I would look at a, on a newer car is are there any service bulletins relating to something like that? And and uh, if they are, then they've, the engineers have probably come up with a solution. So yeah. uh, that would be my advice. Uh, certainly uh, take it back and ask if they won't check the service bulletins and see what's, what's, uh, what's common about that car. Very good, Mark. Thank you. Dan, hang on. We'll take a quick break. Uh, callers, stay there. We're going to be right back. After this quick break to get your questions answered, text number is the same as the phone number, 651-989-9226. And good morning. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Danny Long here with Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul on Grand Avenue. Exactly where, uh, Dan? I, well, I know. Uh, but uh, where? give us that that address. Well, it's on, on, on hot Grand Avenue today. <laughs> yeah, but cooler Actually, today. Yeah, cooler today. That's, so tr- that's true. We are at 982 Grand Avenue, which is right between Lexington and Victoria. You can find us on the web at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-Y-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net. You can give us a call. Jim will be there this morning, 651-228-1316. And I'm sure you can find us on Facebook and Instagram and all those. I know you can for a fact. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's help some folks out here who have been waiting on the line. Let's uh, talk to uh, Rick, who's calling in from Hopkins. Rick, you're on CCO with Dan. Morning, Dan. I've got an older uh, F-250, a 97, and a manual uh, transmission, but I've had brake issues as of late. And what I mean by that is the uh, passenger side rear brake would – my opinion started locking up a little bit it started getting a little warm and um i had the rear brakes replaced i had the rear drums um replaced and whatever that little actuator that spreads the the pads back there uh replaced that same side is sticking and wanting to heat up or slow your your truck down and then i also noticed on the front the front brakes were new a couple years ago very little miles on them but um almost like they're pulsing Mm -hmm. You know, you put the clutch in when you're going to stop, and it, it seems like the front's grabbing a little bit. Now the back one's sticking, if if you want to think of it that way. Mm-hmm. So I'm just trying to think about going down the line. You know, what could be controlling all these brake issues, even though brakes and drums and rotors and everything are new? Well, and calipers. Yeah, they're um, they're pretty simple, actually. <laughs> I mean, if the yeah. if the front brakes are pulsating, pretty much the only thing that can be is that the brake rotors have warped. And uh, the only thing that you can do is either have those machined or maybe you can get those replaced again under warranty uh, to change rotors. And it happens with us, too. You know, we can professionally do a, a brake job and and sometimes it's just the, the brand of, of brakes that don't agree with that particular vehicle and and we have trouble with them so we'll switch brands or we'll do something different uh, to make it work better on the rear with something hanging up uh, unless that unless that uh, um, unless the hydraulic parts of the brakes ha- have have failed in a, in a quick time which I, I doubt 
then uh, then I then there's either something wrong with perhaps a self adjuster or something like that if the brakes are truly staying applied or commonly what we see on a on a rear wheel drive or a you know mostly rear wheel drive vehicle like that with a drum brake system is uh, perhaps you have an axle seal that has started to leak leak a little bit of grease into the brakes and if that's the case the brake shoes get contaminated and then they uh, they'll lock up like that and so when you were, first were describing it that's the first thing that came to my mind I wonder if there's some some uh, grease le- or some dirt leaking in there and if there is then uh, you got to get that seal repaired and get those brakes all cleaned up get all the grease off them again with some brake parts cleaner and uh, and that should take care of it for you very good, Rick. Thanks for the call. Uh, Don, meanwhile, Don is calling in from uh, Champlain, I believe. Don, you're on CCO. Good morning. Hello, Don. How you doing? Good. What can we do for you? Good. Okay, I have a um, 2013 Nissan Murano, uh, 118,000 miles on it. A few weeks ago, my SRS light was flashing on my dashboard, uh, side passenger airbag not functioning mm-hmm. so i took it into nissan and uh, they did a diagnostic and uh, by the time they were done they were telling me that uh, many things had to be replaced my occupant classification system control unit had to be replaced my system seat sensor had to be replaced uh, by the time they were done Labor was 841, parts 5,312, plus 378. If you add it all up, it's over 6,500 to take care of that. And I'm just, my question is, does that seem reasonable? Or is it something that is the fault of the company of Nissan? Or does does this happen once in a while? Well, did you ask them about that? Did you ask them about a warranty on it? No, they claim they'd never seen anything like that before, but in essence, they're replacing my whole passenger seat uh, along with their other parts. So I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, they I, don't really have an answer for me now. I have <laughs> called Nissan One, and report, I have a case going, and they're going to investigate. But I'm just wondering if that seems no. Well, yeah, no. Uh, like you, <laughs> we have to follow our instinct, and like you. Uh, I would agree, no, that doesn't sound right. I mean, all of that stuff didn't just suddenly fail. And so I don't I don't know what that is. But uh, if you've explored having it covered under warranty and there is no warranty on the vehicle, then for sure with that kind of money, I would go get a second opinion. And uh, in my experience, I've never seen where the whole system would have to be replaced like that. I mean, it might need a module, might need a sensor, but uh, I doubt if it needs everything. Maybe a second opinion is I good. would certainly get a second yeah. opinion. A lot well, of money. Hopefully, I would, first I would pursue getting a covenant under warranty. That'd be sweet. Yeah. That'd be sweet. But yes. if, if that's not the case, then if you're going to end up paying for it, you need to get another opinion. Well, good luck with that, uh, Don. Appreciate that. Eric, you're going to be next year on CCO after this uh, quick break. Uh, we have more show to come. Keep in mind, Dan will be here till just about 745, so don't wait. If you have a, a car care question, call it in or text it in. Same numbers, 651-989-9226. And good morning. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Denny Long, in this end, with uh, Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive on Grand Avenue. We'll let you know where. 
Uh, then we've got uh, callers. We have texters. Let's see how many folks we can help out here Great. before you leave. Uh, Eric is calling from East Bethel. Eric, you're on CCO with Dan. Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen, from our lovely incorporated sand trap we call East Bethel up there. <laughs> 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 yes, indeed. Um, I, I got a, a quick little comment for your uh, air conditioning thing here real quick before I get to my main question. But uh, I remember this years ago from shop class in uh, school. Uh, Henry Ford met up with the Cohen brothers, and uh, believe it or not, if you ever look at an older Ford uh, air conditioner unit on a Ford vehicle, it'll say high, max, and low. That was the Cohen brothers, Hiram, max, and low. So high, max, and low on your Ford air conditioning <laughs> system, that's, that's what that was. What an anecdote. It's, <laughs> it stuck, didn't it? It did. What's your question, Eric? Um, Okay, I got a uh, older 283 Chevrolet engine. Uh, I want to say it's about a 1957. It's got the old Rochester uh, two-barrel on there. But uh, for some odd reason, I have taken that carburetor apart and cleaned it out, and it, it's uh, uh, still acting like it's only on uh, one barrel. And I'm trying to figure out if one of the jets is uh, shot, and I need to put a new jet in it. Well, you're you're exactly right. Uh, if you're only getting fuel through half of the carburetor, something's plugged. And the answer is, um, you know, when, when we do a carburetor, which is rare anymore, but back in the day when we did a, uh, a carburetor, we had a, a, a liquid that we used to soak it in. And, you know, you'd soak it in there for a long time, sometimes like overnight. And uh, in the process of soaking it like that, all of that, corrosion and stuff gets gets out of the inside of the carburetor and it cleans it all properly and that's really hard to do on the bench with just carb spray and and those sorts of things it's hard to get that corrosion softened up and out of those little tiny ports that the fuel runs through so that's what i'd recommend take it apart again find somebody that that uh, can can get a uh, um, liquid that you can soak it in or uh, yeah, I know you can buy a gallon jug of it at uh, at any parts store. Oh, okay. And then soak the parts in there, and I think if you put it back together again, you'll probably find that you have more success. Wow. First carb question we've had in a long time. Yeah, no, that's good. <laughs> yeah. All right, thanks, Eric. Let's uh, go back to the phones, and we'll grab some text. Paul is calling from St. Paul, I believe. Paul, go ahead, please. How are you guys doing today? Good, thanks. All right, I just bought a 2000 um, Honda Accord. And there's an S, I think it's SRC light that's on. Does that sound right? SR something? Probably SRS, uh, safety. Uh, or a, yeah. Is that secondary restraint system or what is that? Yeah, it's uh, air, the airbag system. Yep. Okay. And then there's another light. I think it says engine needs servicing or or service required soon. Is that the same as a check engine light? <laughs> you know, they're all different and I, I should know all this, uh, on every particular model, but I don't. So yes, there is a, there's a check engine light and on a 2000, um, well, there's all sorts of lights, Yeah, <laughs> as you know, you've got one on for your, for your, uh, airbag system service engine soon. Uh, that's usually, usually if it, if it's that, if it's service engine soon, usually that's that the computer's picked up a glitch and it's stored a code and that there's problems with the powertrain system and, uh, you need to take that in and, and have it checked. But then of course there's the maintenance light, 
uh, and there's a maintenance light that comes on every so often and to remind you to bring it in for maintenance. And if that's the case, then, and you've already done the maintenance, then that light <clears throat> just needs to be reset. And, and that's a simple process. But but I guess I would recommend that you, you know, search mm-hmm. the internet and you'll find what all these lights are and what all they mean mm-hmm. and what you have to do about them. Oftentimes, uh, you know, if, if you, if you mm-hmm. want to reset your maintenance light, uh, you'll find that readily available on, on how, the procedure to how to do that. Okay, very good. Thank you, Paul. Say, let's not forget our textures before you leave, Dan. Uh, we were talking earlier in the show about uh, nitrogen in tires. Texter says, if I switch to nitrogen in my tires, can I then add air, regular air if needed? Well, you can, but you contaminate them right away. Oh, right away. I mean, so. but, but it's diluted, uh, which is, you know, we that's a question that, that we face at the shop. So a vehicle comes in uh, for repairs, and it has low tires, and it has those little green caps on it. What should you do? And, of course, people don't want to bring it back to have the nitrogen adjusted, you know. Yeah. Uh, so... We simply fill them up because I think it's most important that you have proper air pressure. In your Absolutely. Tires. Here's an 08 Prius AC water drip line apparently plugged and dripping into the cabin. Two inches of water on the passenger side floor. Where is the line plugged and can I unplug it myself? Um, I'm Sometimes, sometimes no. not. Yeah, it's... Uh, the the, the it's, it, they, it drips to, through to the bottom of the vehicle and onto the roadway is how it's supposed to where it's supposed to be dripping uh, dripping into the car is first of all a big problem <clears throat> that where the water is pooling uh, underneath the seats and things like that there's computers and wiring harnesses and all that so first thing you need to do is get your shop back out and get that water out of there because that's a bad deal you don't want you don't want to leave that in there that's a problem you might even have to peel the carpet back a little bit and get under the carpet put some fans on it and get it dried out uh, but then yes you need to Probably get help uh, getting that up, and it's it's simple once you find the drain. Uh, it's simple to just you know stick something up there or whatever and clean it out. Mm-hmm. It's just plugged with with uh, organic debris, and once you clean it out, it'll drain nicely, and uh, a whole bunch of water will run out. Will run out, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So all right, but, very good. But get after that. That's important. I think we have time for one more text before we let you go. How often, Texter says, should you do maintenance? or flush your transmission fluid on a 2008 Buick that has over 100,000 miles on it? Well, you should do it exactly as the manufacturer recommends. And if you look in your owner's manual, you know, every car is different and every manufacturer asks for different maintenance. So look in your owner's manual, um, search online, you'll find the information as to what the schedule is for your particular car. But uh, do exactly... Uh, what they recommend, you don't have to do anything more than what they recommend, but you do have to do uh, the recommended maintenance. Uh, or, if I mean, if you want trouble-free yeah. uh, operation, that's the best way to avoid trouble. It's amazing what you can learn looking at that manual, too. Yeah, it's true. Right. <laughs> so we have to run, Dan. Uh, how do we get in touch with you guys at Lloyd's? Well, come on over. We are at 982 Grand Avenue in St. Paul, right between Lexington and Victoria. You can find us on the web at Lloyd's automotive.net, L-L-O-Y-D-S, Lloyd's, automotive.net, or give a call this morning. We're open from 8 to 12, 651-228-1316. Good deal. We'll see you one week from today. Sounds good. All right, thanks. Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.